is warm coffee as gay as iced coffee? Uh, yes, for our purposes. <laughs> so yeah, I'm set up down here in the basement. I got up set up down in the basement. We had like mm-hmm. a little like game room set up, and then I was investigating, and I found that like we've got this whole boiler room with like a secret hallway in it. And so I'm all the way back here and the very back, like deep as the darkest bowels of my house with all that's the pipes. Dungeon. It's definitely a dungeon with all the like that's a, cotton that's candy a get out the situation. And, oh no. Yeah, it's really good. But it's like super like quiet and like super Good acoustics in there? I hope so. <laughs> I I'm I have I'm completely unprofessional. But Same. I think it's it feels professional being in here. Like, I got, like, a little desk, I got my laptop, I got Ooh. my warm coffee. Um, <laughs> I brought my toy keyboard, so if we wanted, we could try, like, recording That's a, so cute. Yeah, a, little, a little theme music. We can try that later on. But yeah, I'm good. I'm all set up. I got my notes. I got my microphone. I've got my mm. coffee. I already drank my Kratom, so I'm feeling good. I'm feeling... Nice. I'm surrounded by Apple products, so I feel kind of like I'm in the Apple store, so I've got like that's a anxiety. That's just a different kind of professionalism. <laughs> Look, I have an Apple pencil. You you probably have a whole bunch of audio professionals like listening into you. Oh yeah. And they're like secretly yeah. judging your performance. Yeah, the ghost of Steve Jobs is listening to me right now and he's like, You've given me all of your money, so thank you, but also like Fuck you. Yeah, not a lot of people know that, but uh, Steve mm-hmm. Jobs didn't die. He was uh, disseminated into infinite particles <laughs> and um, uploaded into the cloud and now lives in every single uh, MacBook and Apple Pen. That's, like, kind of beautiful. He ascended to a, a higher plane of um, Apple consciousness. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's going to happen to me! <laughs> Oh, once we get that, uh, <laughs> once we get that podcast money, yeah, we're totally going to be able to afford oh, to God. upload our brains into the cloud, and it'll just be <laughs> you and me and Steve, and that'll be our next podcast, <laughs> you, me, and Steve. Oh my God, that's so cute! That'd be very cute. It'd be like it's not, it's not Adam and me. It's Adam and Steve, and I'm I'm Adam now. I don't know. Anyways. Cool. <laughs> So, anyways, that's a great segue into this gay podcast. It's super gay. I guess that's the whole point. Um, right? So, yes, this is the inaugural episode of What the Hep, our podcast dedicated to the life and career of Audrey Hepburn. <laughs> uh, first off, Breakfast at Tiffany's. There's no breakfast in that movie. I watched it. Uh. She eats breakfast, like, way in the beginning, at Tiffany's. Oh, does she? Yeah, that's, like, her thing. She's like, oh, I'm so, I'm having a bad day, so I'm gonna, like, get up early and eat a eat a pastry at Tiffany's, and that's gonna make me feel better. But then oh. she doesn't do it for, like, the rest. See, okay, see, that just completely, like, blew up my spot, so... I'm so sorry. That's okay. No, that's okay. So let's just, let's cancel the Audrey Hepburn podcast. Instead, let's okay. do a podcast called What the Het... <laughs> About the worst cases of obligatory heteronormativity in cinema. I love that. Beautiful. Let's go with that one. Yeah, I think that that probably works better just because, like, I would would get too in my feelings about Audrey Hepburn, like, how, like, she was, like, a really, like, true blue activist for her whole life and everybody's just like, oh, she's so beautiful. I'm like, yeah, she was. 
She was, but she also didn't die young, and it's really weird that you're. That can be our. Um, Anyways, we, we can have like a, a a weekly like Audrey Hepburn segment, like an update, yeah, like how how's Audrey doing? Still dead? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, still great. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, and then that'll yeah. just be like our like our touchstone. Like every episode, we'll start with that one with our like um, <laughs> our our hep date, and then we will get into all the other stuff. We might end up like, ta- even talking about Audrey Hepburn in the. I was gonna podcast. say we could talk about Breakfast at Tiffany's because she like ended up with Fred, but she should have been with that cat. Probably there are like no women in that movie. Oh yeah. Oh god, that movie <laughs> stressed me out so bad. At the end, when she. <laughs> throws the cat out of yes! the taxi cab in the rain. I was like, what? No, you can't do that. It's a whole cat. <laughs> it's like top ten anime betrayals right there. But she goes back for the cat. Yes. And it the, in the movie, it ends with them kissing in the rain and the cat's wrapped in like a sheet. <laughs> that movie is stressful. It's, okay. Because like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get into the real reasons why it's stressful. We'll, we'll, we'll save it for the episode. We don't, we don't want to uh, blow our load too early. So, on what was supposed to be a dry run. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so this is ostensibly we haven't done it yet, but a I'm podcast laugh too much. about hetero. I think we're going to laugh just the perfect amount <laughs> about right. heteronormativity in cinema. Um, who are we? Should we give our credentials? Yes. My name is Nico, and I am gay and. Um, and trans and uh, my qualifications I suppose are I, being gay and trans and I love movies and I love talking shit and I also um, have an English degree <laughs> <laughs> so that's, I can do that, a, that's I can do, less important honestly. I can do a good like, close reading stuff, <laughs> right um, See, yeah, it's perfect because when I first thought of the idea of doing a podcast Mm -hmm. and i will admit that i didn't think of the name first that's usually at work and i was like what the heck that would be a good name for something what would that be i was like oh how about a podcast about bad heterosexual relationships in movies that probably exists (laughs) turns out it doesn't no one has even taken the name except for that military vehicle appreciation group and hopefully we don't get sued by them, but we will cross that bridge when it comes to it. But yeah, I thought of that and I was like, well, who would do this theoretical podcast with me that obviously I'm not going to do. It is not going to go anywhere. It's like, well, Nico, like who, who do I know who's gay and likes movies? Nico. Who do, who do I know who's gay, likes movies and likes talking shit? Exactly. <laughs> And so then I, then I posted the tweet about it, and then, like, within 20 seconds, Nico's like, like hell like yeah, seconds. let's do this. And now it's, like, two days later. And then I DM'd you. Oh, movie. man. That was a honeypot, if I ever saw one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was entrapment. Sorry it really about that. Was. I, I do. Uh, yeah, uh, it's actually, um, <laughs> if I'm trying to get you to do a podcast with me legally, I have to tell you, otherwise it's entrapment. <laughs> Uh, yes, and then I am Alex Keswick. I am queer. I am pronouns. Let's, I don't even want to get into it. We would need a whole nother hundred episode podcast. Oh, I didn't mention my. What pronouns. are your pronouns? That's important. Yeah, they're they them. I also didn't say my last name. Am I supposed to? You do don't that? have to. You, you don't want. There's all those creeps on the internet. You have such a dynamic full name. I think. I think 
Well, your real name is so... Like, they both kind of rhyme. Yeah. My name is Nico Rufino. You'll find me. They both roll off the tongue really well. Uh, for our purposes, he, him is fine. Do you prefer he, him? Uh, it's, it's fine. It's all good. Want to throw a Zzer your way? No. Okay. <sighs> okay. Like, getting into a, a little bit, like... <laughs> I think at this point in my life, even though personally I identify as being non-binary, I think at this point mm-hmm. I've gotten to a personal point where I am comfortable enough still going by he, him, and still mostly being recognized as male in the public sphere. Even, That's real. You know, even though I don't 100% identify with it as a person, I think in my personal public life, it's still... I've, I've reached a point of within being non-binary that I'm still comfortable enough primarily identifying as being he, him. If that makes sense. That's really real. Yeah, for sure. No. So yeah, that's me. Um, I do not have an English degree. Um, but as I mentioned earlier, <laughs> I do have a toy piano. Yay! So. I feel like an English degree and a toy piano are pretty much like tit for tat as far as worth. Goes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You're um, you totally. Yeah, you went to school. You paid all that tuition. I went to the thrift store. I paid a buck ninety five, <laughs> and not even that much because it was fifty percent off day. So I paid like one dollar for this little electric piano. I put fresh batteries in it, which probably cost more I'm than the piano itself. Seething with jealousy. Yeah, you should be. It's totally. I would show it to you, but I don't have a webcam. When we get that podcast money. Totally. We will have so many pianos. We'll have a webcam. We're going to have so many pianos. You're going to have a webcam. We're going to, um, what are we going to do? We're going to be able to, like, record it from, like, two entirely separate jacuzzis. Oh, my god! And will be, like, connected through yes. tunnels. Like, from Philadelphia be, to Denver. Like... <laughs> for no reason. But, like, that will just conserve on water that way. That's, like, perfect. Yeah. And I would love, I would love everything about it. Especially, like, I don't even care if I'm in hot water outdoors right now. It is so hot here that, like, being in any kind of water outdoors would be like a jacuzzi. So I might as well. (laughs) It's been fucked here all week long. It keeps switching between, like, oh, it's super muggy. It's going to rain. It's, like, 50 (laughs) degrees outside to, like, 95 degrees and super dry. You just cannot acclimate. Colorado was stupid. Colorado has stupid weather. I don't know anything about Colorado except for that you live there and my cousin lives there. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I'm not your cousin, am I? No, you're not. My cousin just got That would be a got weird married. thing to drop on me. That One, that I was your cousin, and two, that I just <laughs> got married and didn't even know about it. No, my cousin had a very, very ritzy wedding. I would know if you were there. Okay. Me too. Yeah. John Mulaney was there. Really? Yeah, he my um my cousin is actually very good friends with John Mulaney's wife. Okay, so your cousin didn't get married to John Mulaney. No. That's okay. John Mulaney's already married to his beautiful wife. She makes lampshades. Ooh. They pop. They're so nice. But anyways. <laughs> so this is our uh, our John Mulaney uh our, our podcast dedicated to John Mulaney's wife and her lampshades. It's called What the Lampshade. Uh- <laughs> We're getting so far away from our original <laughs> right. idea, so, our original what the heck idea. Sorry, sorry. We, 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 this, is, this is all about workshopping. It's all about like finding our space, yeah. like totally. Like, is... we're, we're just giving everybody 
the 100% rundown on exactly what to expect, which is Audrey Hepburn <laughs> and Lampshades. I feel like the two are related in some way. What do we do? What What is the podcast actually about? Well, um, I was sold on, on this idea once I thought about Twilight. So basically, this podcast, from my perspective, is about Twilight. <laughs> This is our, uh... Nope, 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 nope. Okay, so, uh, what are we doing? We are watching films. Yes. Fine films. Yes, well... cinema. Yes. And important cinema with that... What is it? The end game is a heterosexual pairing. Right, so what I have... What I have written down in my notes which i took many of because i'm a the crazy notes. person yes is that Maybe the notes. we will we watch movies parentheses mm-hmm. and shows question mark and i am all over that scientifically examine their bad heterosexual <laughs> romantic plot lines it's a highly scientific process yeah i have a microscope and a stethoscope i like we established i have a toy piano mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is very scientific instruments <laughs> Yes, we will watch movies. Uh, we will examine their bad, heteronormative, obligatory romantic plot lines. Yep. Uh, we will tear them apart. Mm-hmm. And then we will ask ourselves, how can we make it better? How can we make it underlined gayer? Mm, yes. So we will, we will, we will, I mean, we haven't done it yet, but we will... Hopefully, ostensibly, this is the idea. We'll watch movies. We will examine their bad, or just could be better, <laughs> heterosexual romantic pairings. Bad, bad, like at best, and then uh, like toxic at worst. I'd say. I do have the word toxic in Ooh, here. Like twice. Oh my gosh, one mind. So one we, are, mind. we are so totally. We are already connected through the jacuzzi mm-hmm. tubes in our minds. Oh my gosh! Yes. Oh, I've been uploaded into the cloud. Me and Steve wearing matching <laughs> turtlenecks. Being evil. We will watch these movies. We will mm. examine their romantic plot lines. And then we will figure out who in the cast would be a better queer romantic pairing for all the involved parties. Yeah, we absolutely. Will... I mean, whether we intended to or not, we've been doing this for our whole lives. So exactly. we might as well... We might as well get on that train. It's kind of my, like, you know, under-running thought process every single time I watch a movie. It's like, God, why is this so bad? How could this be gayer or better? Yeah, this is my this is my great mind working while I sip my iced coffee. Ooh, you know what we should watch? Um, I haven't seen it, but I've read some discourse about it. Um, is that movie... I don't know if there is any potential for, for gay stuff, but I feel like... There must be. Um, oh, there's there always is. Potential. I mean, if not, we'll just That's literally the whole point do of the like podcast. a. We'll do like a like, but in this case specifically, okay. So I'm talking about that movie with uh, who is it? Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt, and they're like on that spaceship where everybody in the world is in stasis, and uh, oh, they like fall in love or something. The passenger. Passengers, yes. Passengers. So okay. I've read like I read some discourse about it. Um, I haven't seen it, but it sounds terrible. <laughs> I mean, um, have you seen it? No. 
I have not seen it. I also read the discourse. <laughs> when are we going to get off Tumblr? <laughs> a little bit. Sort of. It's okay. We, okay. We're, we're feeling we don't have to include all this. We're just chatting. We're just exactly. Two, I definitely thought friends. this was going to be like a five minute thing. We are already at. I mean, we're just having, a, we, we're just having a gay old time. Okay? We're just having a good we're time. Like, we're, we got our coffee. My coffee is cold now. My coffees. Yeah. We were like, we've got our gay iced coffees except mine i (laughs) i um so i went um i went to get this iced coffee and i walked like literally across the street like it's so close but by the time i got back most of the ice in it was melted because it's so fucking hot here i hate that we (sighs) went to the park yesterday to walk around and play pokemon go and it was so hot it warms my heart that you're still playing pokemon go I play it so much. I play it like literally I every day. I love that. And like, actually, I used to play it so much more in Houston because I had to walk to work every day, uh-huh. and it was like it, it was like a mile walk almost. And so, like, I got all sorts of distance on my eggs and all kinds of buddy candy, and got all these poker stops, and it was great. Since moving back to Denver, there's not nearly as much opportunity to play, but I still like. I'll leave it open on like the passenger seat while I'm driving to work. I love that. And like. Yeah, it's it's fun. And there's a really great park to play Pokemon Go. Anyway, that's not what the podcast is about. <laughs> I'm sorry. All I was saying was that we went to the park and I brought a uh, I brought a cold seltzer water out of the fridge, mm. opened it at the park, what which brand? is like five minutes from our house, and within like twenty minutes it was completely hot, completely flat. Ugh. It was just the worst experience. Oh my of god. Life. Hot flat seltzer is like a a a circle of hell. Um It's just like bad normal water. I know. It's like and it's but it's worse than like, was it flavored? Because then you get, like, the hint of the flavor and, like... So this one was actually, it was just a plain seltzer water. We got huh. it uh, mixed with gin. Mm. Normally I drink the, uh, so I don't even, I'm, I'm cheap. I don't even drink, like, the LaCroix. LaCroix or sucks. Other, like, <laughs> it's expensive. You only get eight. It's, like, $5 a pack. It's and you expensive, only get eight. I buy the I buy the Kroger, like, the just bargain brand. And I bet it Kroger pops. Kroger seltzers. is great. Kroger is great. You get you 12 in a Kroger pack, here. and they cost like $3 each. Oh my gosh. I have been converted to a polar seltzer. Um, not necessarily converted, because it's always been great, but I like. I now, since I live so close with, with Blaze and Jelani, um, if I buy any other brand, they open my fridge, and they're like, why don't you love yourself? So now I have to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> They're just trying to make you a better person. <laughs> they really are. Like I, they just—they're they're just doing it because they love. I you. bought a different brand um, just to see if it was comparable because it was like a dollar cheaper for a case, and uh, so like I gave a can each to Blaze and Johnny, and they like they took a sip and like after letting the flavors dance on their palate, they were like, hmm, "Bubbles are too small." <laughs> <laughs> you need you need big bubbles. You need big tough like bubbles that it's lift. so important it's so important so now no, i'm like no tiny <laughs> windy bubbles in my water please I, I feel so ashamed of myself of my family i mean i've really brought like i've brought shame upon my house dishonor on you <laughs> dishonor on your family dishonor on your cow dishonor on your palate Ooh, that's a good one for us to do mulan Absolutely. Ooh. I was definitely, I was going through the list in my head last night of like, okay, like, what about like Disney movies? Like, which ones? Um, like every single one, but also. <laughs> there's so many. The thing is, the thing, the thing is great about this podcast is there's such an infinite wealth. I know. Of we could do, we bad. could do like a whole John Hughes 
Like a whole John Hughes. I have... So in my notes, <laughs> when I was writing that movies, Did I just have Johnny? bullet point John Hughes <gasps> dot dot dot. Cameron and Ferris. It's because like, I didn't even want to like have to narrow it down because there's we could just do the whole thing. Oh, Ferris Bueller's fucking day off. Oh. You know what? You need to watch all five Twilights. And I'm not just saying this for this. But they are so good. <laughs> are they? Okay, so the first are like they, the first two are not good, <laughs> but then the okay. latter three are pretty good. So you get through the first like four hours, four and a half hours, and then like by that point, what it is is that you're just so invested in it that it doesn't matter if the rest of them are good because you're going to watch them anyway. If you can't handle me at my new moon, you don't deserve me at my breaking dawn part two. You just don't. Um, That's super wise. Thank you. <laughs> um no we'll definitely i have okay so i shouldn't say that i haven't seen twilight because like i have little sisters so like obviously twilight has been a peripheral part of my life growing up in our you know childhood household i was that little sister but i have seen you know the part where they're like dancing like in a in a in a pagoda with like christmas lights or something i've seen that like eight times well haven't we um Twilight, ooh, Twilight might be like a whole like, might be like a series finale. I don't even know. Like, it's so good. <laughs> the, fi- the final boss. It's be like... The final boss of podcast. It's be like ten parts. It's so because it's so long, and there's also like we've got all the books. We've got like okay, so I reread the entire Twilight saga um, two years ago, two summers ago, mm-hmm. and it is a it is a time that I will never get back, but it's also time that I don't feel I wasted at all. Because <laughs> okay, they're, well, we'll, they're like... <laughs> I will watch them for the purposes of the podcast. They're like... Because honestly, this is the... this Okay, this is the whole thing is that like, this is an education for our millions of listeners. Millions. But also millions. for each other, <laughs> because we're like filling in the, the, the gaps in each other's like cultural knowledge. Yeah. And we're totally just forming this complete jacuzzi package. Um, it's about education. We're educa- we're educating you. We're educating me. We're educating the masses. The possibilities are endless. It's like... You know, another one I was thinking of that would be a good film series to uh, hmm. burn our way through, maybe for another special, would be uh, Harry Potter. Yes! There's some, there's some oh stuff Oh my gosh. It's definitely been get years into, since i There's so Harry many Potter. of those. Ooh, Lord of the Rings! And Lord of the Rings. Days blazes. Uh, okay, so yes, that is what the podcast is about. Um, should we go into a little bit of education? What is heteronormativity? Yes. And why is it yes. Not? Yes. I could talk about that all day. Our, our tracks <laughs> do so. We're about to do that every every day for the rest of our lives, or we probably we already do. Heteronormativity is sort of the like the default state of our society unfortunately just kind of like the glorification and enforcement of heterosexuality the um excuse me just like any a good example is like any movie any any piece of media that ends with a hetero pairing no matter how like right forced or disgusting or toxic it actually is right so um, like you're right, like the, like the cultural assumption that um, heterosexuality is like the default, yeah, or the normal, like only, like mm-hmm. real sexual orientation, 
and that yeah. everything else that is non-hetero is different or weird or not normal. Or impure. Exactly. It's like all these people, all these old men who catcall me while I'm, while I'm walking, um, even though I look literally like the gayest person in the entire universe, it, it defies reason. Right. Because That's the they other part see of it me too, and they expect I'm It's the assumption that one, everyone is heterosexual by default. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, it is a way of reinforcing the gender binary. That mm-hmm. there is only two genders. There is man and there is woman. And that is all that is pretend. And every man is, has the potential to be attracted to every woman and exactly. vice versa. Right, which is not the case and completely it's... erases <laughs> exactly like everyone who is lesbian or gay or bisexual or pan or anything else. Or queer. Or que- exactly. Which or trans. Which is sort of what I, what I go to as like the umbrella <laughs> term that I personally prefer. I know not everybody is I as into it, too. it as a label, but it's my, it's my go-to. It, it, it covers enough of the, uh, the, the umbrella for me. Yeah, same here. I understand that. Um, I understand that not everybody is comfortable with the term. Um, so I apologize in advance if anybody who is listening is not comfortable with that term. But it is the right. term it that is, I'm most totally, comfortable with. It's totally fine if anyone else out there does not prefer to use it as their go-to terminology. But it Absolutely. works for us, and it's our podcast. So I mean, it's. I feel like I have like a whole lot of opinions about this, but like as as a black person it's kind of um uncomfortable the way that people kind of conflate it with the n-word um it's not Mm. the same it's not the same like i understand if you don't want to reclaim it but it's not the same anyways right Right. (laughs) anyways um so yeah so that is sort of the cliff's notes rundown on heteronormativity and yeah it just it's not a good thing because again it erases other sexual orientations um and it also makes her boring romantic plot lines in movies because what you get is you get all these movies and then what happens is you've got the cisgender guy you got the cisgender girl and then no matter what they're gonna fall in love in the movie because that's what expected even though they may not necessarily have any reason to it's just like what the movie studio is like you know what we need to have a romantic (laughs) plot line it's got to be the dude it's got to be the girl can that be like our studio our our default studio exec voice. Yeah, exactly. I was going for like the totally like sleazy like. Yeah. I think actually what I was doing was like the boss from Agretzico, like the pig, the pig <laughs> boss. I think that's kind of where I went. Nico. Yes. So, are we saying that heterosexuality is bad? Um, I mean, I would probably say that on my private Twitter, but no, <laughs> we're not saying <laughs> we're not saying that it's bad. Um, we're just saying that it's not, it's not what everybody connects to. And it's also, um, I mean, it's everywhere. Like hetero, heterosexuals have their representation and we're not like saying that there's anything wrong with it or inherently toxic about heterosexuality. Another thing that right. I would put on some, my some, private some, Twitter. Listen, some but... <laughs> of my parents are heterosexual. Some of my best friends are heterosexual. Exactly. Like, I mean, cool. I like to limit my my time with these people as much as possible. But no, I'm just kidding. Um, 
yes, just, my... just, yeah, heterosexuality is, you know, it's another, just another orientation. Like, you know, along the broad, infinite spectrum of sexualities. No, there's nothing wrong with, with being straight, you know, like... It's fine, but it's <laughs> it just. But when when it's when like in these movies, when it's presented as like the default option, yeah, that it can be harmful because you it's... have these kids watching these movies who maybe do not are not necessarily heterosexual, mm-hmm. but then you see these movies when they're when they're surrounded in the culture by all these examples that sort of reinforce the um, idea that heterosexuality is normal and that anything else yeah. doesn't exist or anything else is weird then that is harmful because it makes them feel there's something different or weird or wrong about them, which isn't the case. It's just not the kind of mass cultural representation that they get. Absolutely. It also like will reinforce that um, certain like toxic relationship pra- practices, straight or queer are, uh, are normal or even good romanticized, all sorts of things. I mean, um, speaking of twilight. Yes exactly um it's really like it just yeah um, no matter i mean when when no matter what when you know that like these two characters like the main you know cis guy the main cis mm -hmm. girl movie are going to fall in love or like it's what happens in the movie no matter like what actually happens over the course of the film as far as the relationship goes it's just like okay like it doesn't like matter how toxic a relationship is it's just like what's natural it's just like what happens which isn't which isn't good yeah and it's like the um it's like there's so much that happens in these in these pairings that is really like alarming and not not good but people will see it and want it for themselves or uh like insert that kind of uh that kind of stuff into their their own relationships because uh the brain can't actually differentiate between fiction and reality that's why we cry at tv shows and it's why all this toxic stuff is actually toxic Right, um, and I was just I was just reading a, an article actually because they were preparing for this, and it was talking mm-hmm. specifically about Disney movies and sort of the way that like heterosexuality in those movies is presented as being not only like normal but also like magical and like yeah. <laughs> destined, and like you have these you know they're they're surrounded by like you know we talked about them about like magic and like rainbows and sparkles and fire and it's like this primal like beautiful mm-hmm. magical thing, and there's there's nothing else represented in it. Um, and the, it cited a statistic in the article, which I did not, you know, research to back up, but that like every, you know, 30% of children under three have a TV in their bedroom. Mm, wow. And so, yeah, and that as they get older, uh, that number just increases. And so oh, man. obviously some of those kids, a, a large portion of them are not going to be heterosexual. And so when they're kind yeah. of watching these movies and getting these sort of cultural assumptions Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, force into their brains. It's it's just not good. It, it can lead to some really harmful things. And so that's kind of what I I don't know. Sort of what my vision for the podcast is is that we're going to watch these movies and kind of examine that and critique it and figure out you know how could it be better? How could it not be so harmful? Yeah. I should we explain what compulsory heterosexuality is? Yes. Um. Well compulsory heterosexuality is um sort of the it's exactly what it sounds like it's you know as a byproduct of heteronormativity people who are queer um kind of don't come to that realization until later in life i am a prime example because they are um because they're kind of steeped in in heteronormativity and also 
there's like a an aspect of of shame and fear that goes into that um right so they sort of like cram themselves into heterosexuality to uh not come to terms with that until much later and it um causes a lot of issues and trauma in a lot of cases and absolutely uh it and it's deeply harmful for any queer person um and i think every queer person pretty much goes through this to some extent because i've been i i came out as bi when i was like 14 and assumed that for like the next 10 years that i didn't have to revise that at all right because because i figured that because i was out as like sort of gay i could sort of like skirt by but then um I'm a, but now I'm a fully realized like homosexual, so it's like <laughs> you've 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 reached your 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 final form. I've ascended. <laughs> maybe not. Full gayness. You've reached, you've reached the next level. Yes, that's true. Because maybe I um because maybe I'll be gayer someday someday somehow gayer right. than this. But uh, yeah, that's just an example of compulsory heterosexuality that could crop up even if you are out as as queer in some way um there's always you could always be gayer so maybe that's the maybe that's the point of this <laughs> right that's that's the uh, motto of the podcast and that's often... um, i mean like yeah even like in my case like uh-huh. me sort of coming out as queer is something that only happened within the past like recent amount of time mm-hmm. um because even though, I mean, to start with my entire life, like, even though there were things that I knew about myself and the way I you know, experienced attraction, mm-hmm. um, that no matter what, I still sort of assume that, like, well, of course I'm straight, of course I'm heterosexual, like, it, it led to a lot of, um, like, sort of feeling like... Even, sort of sort of fake and it's like a certain way where it's mm-hmm. like okay like i sort of feel this way but like i'm not examining that at all like obviously i'm straight obviously like this is just like what i am and it took me until yeah recently like within the last like two years or so to be like uh you know what like actually <laughs> like maybe not like i'd never really even like thought about it before but like i think i'm queer it takes which is like, just like and the thing is that like it's like even like not even though i realize anything else like about myself just like oh like i've like just never like had the reason to examine this like mm-hmm. i just assume this is normal like obviously i'm straight like i'm not going to like think about it any further than that obviously i'm straight tm right, that's gonna be our first shirt our shirts are <laughs> <laughs> obviously obviously i'm gay obviously i'm straight obviously i'm it could, just, it could just say like obviously. It's like, it just like obviously TM TM TM. Right, and then they'll they'll know, you know, they'll know. It's like those um, it's it's like those old like uh, vintage like retro <laughs> um, like le- lesbian pins from like the sixties or seventies oh that God. say like I'm one, or, like don't die wondering, <laughs> like super vague, but like if you're in the know, like you know what it means. Yes. Oh my God, I love that. That reminds me, there used to be a lesbian bar here in Philly called Sisters. Um, so it was like, it was like very tongue in cheek, like, yeah, she's my sister. Wink. <laughs> um, do we have anything else to discuss? Uh, so, well, what should we, this is obviously 
not our first real episode, uh-huh. what should we watch for our first episode? I feel like this is hard because it's like we we as people probably have like very different taste in movies. Or not mm-hmm. entirely different, but like not our, even like necessarily comes, different tastes. What but comes like to mind first is right. different, I think. Um, right. So it's like, no matter like who chooses, it's going to be obvious who picked. <laughs> right. Well, Should we, we go? Sort of thing where like, we can sort of like go back and forth like yeah. this week. It's like, we each get to pick like yeah. know, one that like maybe we'll have more experience with yeah. than the other person. We've got like um, Nico Weeks and Alex Weeks and then like Listener Weeks. Right. I definitely want to take like listener submissions. Yeah, like, definitely. Like, yeah. Pull, pull on the... Uh, the, the, the cultural expertise mm-hmm. of all of our again our millions our millions billions, of listeners I, who, billions last who are all connected by Steve <laughs> the hive the mind <laughs> the yeah, cloud the Steve mind, mind. <laughs> um, so here's my here's the thing I was <laughs> thinking about like is it sort of maybe not cheating necessarily but like do you think it'd be too too easy to do like romantic comedies i think we like, should be like limit. try to stay away so much from like ones where like i don't know we're like we're like the the the, the hat romance <laughs> is like the entire point of the movie true it seems like that is a very good point i feel like i agree we should limit how many rom-coms we actually do on here um mm-hmm. i think it would be good to do ones with a twist like um, I can't think of one off, off the top of my head, but I am thinking of the music video for Call Me Maybe, where like where lovely, beautiful young CRJ is like after this guy, and he he turns out to be gay. Like that's my favorite. I just love her so much. But anyways, um. <laughs> okay, so well, I mean, yeah, we'll definitely. I'm sure there's going to be some good ones that yeah. we will want to dig our teeth into. Yeah. But like, yeah, maybe we'll. There's not a lot of meat in those, you know, like because it's just kind of like. Yeah, um, they ended up together. It was bad. Right. So I feel like we can definitely limit how much, how like how many rom- rom-coms and how many romantic dramas we do also. Like we should probably, exactly. we should do ones that don't have like a focus on romance, except for right. all the for, John for sure. Hughes. Um, all the John Hughes. Um, I have written down um, Romeo and Juliet, the Baz Luhrmann one, mm. would be one that I might want to do at some point. Which again is one I, I like. I'm perfectly willing to sacrifice all of my favorite films on the altar <laughs> here. I have written down Robbie and Juliet. I, I mean, have written down Clueless. I have I written love down Clueless. Right, uh, like, but there's definitely some stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, like this is what we're doing. Like we are mm-hmm. being the ultimate unproblematic woke babes right now because we are oh, yes. taking movies, we're taking films and film franchises that we love. And we are right. putting a critical lens on there, but we're not ruining we're not ruining anything for ourselves because we've already thought right, of this. Like, <laughs> right? We, I mean, these are nest, can... these are these are good movies. Yeah. A lot of these are going to be some of these will be bad. So this is a, a lot fucking of these are going to be classic. perfectly good classic movies. Yeah. But they could be better. And there's things about them that you know, given the fullness of time, we've come to realize are not necessarily so great. Yeah. And that's what we're here to examine um i have written down uh purple rain is another example it's one of my favorite movies of all time but we could definitely get into that one should our um, first one be one that we've both already seen that could be I think... something good so we both sort of have yeah. experience because like so, clueless like, is calling my name now i have to watch clueless like six times a year just to stay healthy right so you're already on schedule for that 
Yeah, like I haven't seen it in a few months. I think I've already said most of them. I didn't even get through as many like in my list as I wanted to write down. I was going to go through like my home movie collection last night and like pick out names, but like didn't end up doing it because I was playing Fallout Shelter. Mm -hmm. Um, So off the top of my head, obviously all the Twilights and right. Lord of the Rings, that's kind of a honeypot. Because um, it's just, like, already so gay. Got a lot to say about, like, Frodo and Sam. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I feel like that's, like, a, I feel like Lord of the Rings is, like, a special one where we should, like, both be, like, recording ourselves watching it. <laughs> live like, stream? Yeah, I think we should live stream us watching this is, this it. Is for, our, for our Twitch channel. Yeah, we're going to be Twitch affiliates super soon. Big Twitchers. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, should we do Clueless first? I feel like it's such a good one. Okay, I think, yeah. yeah. I mean, just because, yeah, I think that's definitely one that both of us have seen. I have not seen it in a minute, but <laughs> definitely. It's easy. It's just, is it still on Netflix, too? Like, Probably. I think it's like the last time I saw Clueless was like a few months ago um, here in Philly. They were doing like a they do a Midnight Madness at um, this theater near me. And they they do a lot of really good movies for that. Um, cool. Ooh, Spirited Away. Spirited Away. Yes. Yeah. There's potential in that. Um, again, there's there's such there's such a deep well to pull from. I know because everything could. That was be definitely there. That I was thinking, <laughs> when I was thinking of like Disney movies. I was also like, this, I was definitely thinking of like Studio Ghibli movies, mm-hmm. like sort of along the same thought process, like Kiki. that one. Um, probably do Princess Mononoke. Yeah, Kiki's Delivery Service. Mm-hmm. Um, Princess Mononoke. They did at Midnight Madness. That one was crazy. Um, See, I haven't seen that one in so long too. It was it's so a, good because I, this is going to be such a good excuse to like watch so many movies. I know. I don't actually watch that many movies either. Is the thing like I right? It's like not the not like these days. I used to, yeah. and like nowadays, like I it's just I have so little like you know time off from work. Mm-hmm. Like not even like so little. Like I just work like forty hours a week. Yeah, and so like. I get home and it's like, okay, like, am I going to sit down and like, you know, spend two, three hours like watching a movie or am I going to spend that just like staring at a wall and just like not doing anything? Cause that's usually what I go to. Same. I, yeah, I find it difficult to pay attention to movies often because I'm just like, like pay attention to movies I haven't seen also um, is difficult because I just like want to like do other things while the TV is on in the background because exactly. I, I cannot stand the silence because then I have to think about death. Um, but I, <laughs> but um, so I like I'll just put on a a show that I've seen a million times. Uh, right. I eat fucking Mad Men and do other things while it's on. Um. See, I, I was thinking about this actually. I think what it is, like a big, not necessarily all of it, but I think a big piece of it too is that like I think I used to watch a lot more movies and enjoy watching them a lot more before i had a smartphone <gasps> now it's so easy okay. to like be watching a movie and just like be on my phone the whole time it's like that's kind of like my default activity now like i did not have a smartphone for like a an embarrassingly long amount of time Dang. yeah i did not have a phone that connected to the internet and now that i do mm-hmm. i can just be on the internet all the time so it, it kind of makes it harder to like focus on a film i know you know? i know it's like i have to like actively like okay i'm gonna put my phone down i'm gonna like actually watch this whenever i do that i end up like enjoying the movie millennials killed films and we kill films and hand soap and, uh, and Applebee's. Soap. Yeah. Ooh, we killed Applebee's and IHOB. 
and IHOP. I was reading about IHOP. We, 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 we wrecked IHOP so bad, they had to, like, go into witness protection, change their name, like, move to a new town. Oh, my God. Like, hey, aren't you, aren't you IHOP? I don't I recognize you. It's like, oh, no, sir. Uh, my name's IHOP. I read a Forbes article about IHOP, because I was just like, why the fuck are they doing this? And, like... They were like, <laughs> we quoted, um, like, Joseph Mc, McChainerson. He had this to say. Millennials kill chain restaurants. <laughs> he, like, he, like, also owns, he, like, also owns, like, Chili's and, and Best Western. Like, <laughs> oh, so he's, so he's biased. He's got, like, whatever. He, he's, he's, like, he's, he's got a, a, a stone to grind. He's just, like... He's like, my businesses are suffering because um, millennials millennials have decided that they don't like jalapeno poppers anymore. So now I have to sell even more burgers okay, at IHOP. Listen, <laughs> listen, okay, you have never met a millennial and you've never met this specific millennial because I will go to town on some jalapeno poppers. Same. The thing is, they're just they're too expensive to go to a chain restaurant and eat them. I'll buy some like a $5 frozen box or I'll make them myself. I will because jalapenos cost like ten for a dollar. They're like a nickel. What's They're a nickel? So cheap. Jalapenos are cheap. The ingredients for jalapeno poppers are pretty cheap. Well, you just like put right. cream cheese in there. Jalapeno right. poppers are a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to think about them too hard, but like uh, that's why we have I will, to. Go. I will. I will shut off my brain and I will go to town with jalapeno poppers and just not think about the amount of like damage I'm doing to my insides. It's a problem for tomorrow, Alex. (laughs) This is our our podcast about chain restaurants, about jalapeno poppers. What the pop? How I took took out my custom-made katana and I killed all the chain restaurants with my smartphone (laughs) and my katana. True crime story. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. We should wrap this up. We should definitely. Okay, so we are settled on Clueless. Yes. We're going to watch that. When are we going to reconvene? Perfect. Should we do this every week? Uh, I I was thinking like a okay. weekly thing could be. I mean, we'll see. We'll see like how it ends up working with our schedules because you know we sort of both have we're things old. to do and we kind of have to. We're so old, but we can. Yeah, we can definitely like figure it out like later. We can do that off the air. Figure out exactly like when. Not to look at like my schedule. Yeah that stuff and like see what else You'd i got think going with our on. billions of listeners we wouldn't have to work day jobs anymore but we're just so like down to earth you know yeah, yeah get y'all get on that patreon mm. the one dollar two dollar ten dollars a month whatever I'm you feel still is fair mad at patreon and less <laughs> infinite levels <laughs> like, yeah get us on get, hit, hit it hit us up on the <laughs> like they took back their like their busted policy but i i was just like i don't want to it's still yeah i definitely left a bad taste in my mouth for sure like definitely like as soon as like kickstarter like gets their thing up off the ground this is like later patreon your patreon yes that is what i said (laughs) (laughs) we all all the millennials said it in unison the millennials are killing Mm. patreon Mm, say that Mm, that's not true millennials are giving millennials are giving patreon some that's so true I was so mad because, like, I had pulled all of my very small donations be- for Patreon because I don't have any money anyway, but I, like, I had to, right. like, pull all of my support for people, which wasn't even that many people, but I still, like, did it. 
All right. right. Well, that's enough bad mouthing Patreon. <laughs> Again, different podcasts. We have so many podcasts. If this one doesn't work out, we've got we we've come up with so, so many ideas about. that like we can. Yeah. All right. So clueless, it Excellent. is. All right. We will watch that, and we will. I guess we'll be back. Um, should I play us out? Yes. Yes. Okay, you're oh, ready I'm so ready. Let's go. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. Love that. Beautiful. <laughs> That's our uh, theme music now. Love it. An electric toy piano <laughs> cover of uh, Friday by Wolf the Black. What a great so one. So get on that, uh, Get so yeah, get on uh, giving us that uh, podcast money, because now we got to pay rights to Rebecca Black. She seems cool. We'll get we'll get her as a guest on the show. That's how it'll be. We'll, we, she, could, she could use the Yeah, exposure. we can talk about her, like, two music videos and how they could benefit from being a little kid. Yeah. We'll, we'll, have, we'll have a deep dive, Rebecca Black. Um, yes. All right. Anything else that we should talk about before we wrap up that I, you can think of? I think that'll do it, right? Do you wanna? Should we do? Should we? Should we plug ourselves? Where can we? Where can we? Uh, where can people follow <laughs> our our further adventures? If, um, they, if they just can't get enough of <laughs> these two beautiful, beautiful people. Um, follow me on my public Twitter. It's at Slut of Babylon, and my Instagram, which is at Barbie's Black Friend, all one word, no no hyphens or anything um oh and my other instagram nico makes art perfect i have so many instagrams uh, and yes you can follow me alex on twitter at cello buster that's c-e-l-l-o buster like the rabbit from arthur not really but that's how it's spelled um is it more like that's, that's really all i got i'm not i'm not up i'm not up on the gram um don't add me on facebook I love um, Instagram. Sorry. I know Instagram has like installed sleeper engines in my brain, but I just don't care. Listen, they're, they're going to have to fight Steve to the death up in there. <laughs> Steve's got my back. All right. <laughs> All right. I think, is that it? Are we done? I think we are done. We're great. We did great. All right. I have to go get ready for work. You have to go to the airport and we will talk soon. Yes. We will watch Clueless. Yes. All right. Goodbye to everyone out there, Bye, all world. our millions of listeners, and Steve. Billions. Billions. Yes, yeah, so we've uh, we've doubled um, like a thousand folds since we, the beginning of the episode. That's how good we are. Yeah. Yep. 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 Obviously, I'm straight. Yep. Bye, world. <laughs> Obviously, TM. 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 All righty. All right. I think that's it. Adios. Later. Skator. Bye.